Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Thursday and we're loaded. In L.A., it's the herd wherever you may be, however you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, one hour from now. Greg Cosell, fantasy football, betting on football, just love football, want to be smarter in football. Greg Cosell, one hour from now. Mac, you'd think there'd be a lull. There is not a lull. There's a lot going on Saturday Cowboys at home against the backup. Sunday, Dolphins come home. I think they're going to hammer Green Bay. Two of the biggest games of the weekend. You ready to go? Well, Jets, Jags action. Can I'm we get ex- through that one first? Okay. Big game I'm tonight. excited for that. Yes. Powerful offense, great defense. I want to start with this, though. So, um, it's not the biggest game in Dak's career, but it could it be the most telling game in Dak's career. At home... Second most pro bowlers in the league facing a backup. Feels like you got to win that one convincingly, right? You're at home, Gardner Minshew. You got all sorts of pro bowlers, run games rolling. Go back to Dak's career. It's interesting. He's incredibly likable. Fourth round pick. Not a beautiful thrower. Really nice kid. Year one, he goes 13 and three. And we no longer call him Dak Prescott. We just, from that point forward, call him Dak. America's team has replaced the polarizing, semi-popular Tony Romo. They've got their guy. America's team's got Dak. 13-3, and three, he gets most of the credit. In year two, Zeke gets suspended. Immaturity, they go 9-7. and seven. The run game isn't there, and Dak's passer rating is goes from 105 to 86, clearly signaling Dak needs a run game. That's why he went in the fourth round. But Dak didn't get any criticism. It was Zeke. Zeke was immature. Zeke's not dependable. Zeke's getting a big head. Zeke's not a team guy. Then we go to year three. 
Dallas's scoring's not very good. They're like 22nd in the league in scoring. Now Jason Garrett gets criticized. That guy's not creative. It's time to go. You've been here long enough. Not a lot of wins. Year four. Now Zeke's not as good. Running game's not as profound. Tony Pollard's not there yet doing anything big. And Jason Garrett, eight and eight. Jason's got to go. And you also hear this getting blamed. Distractions. When is Jerry going to pay Dak? It's distracting. Dak's got that thing hanging over his head. How can he concentrate? Year two, Zeke gets blamed. Year three and four, it's Garrett. Then distractions come in. Year five, McCarthy's in. Dak gets hurt. Let's throw that away. Last year's year six, 12 and five. Dak is rolling. Offense is back. Tony Pollard emerges. And they lose in the playoffs. And who gets blamed? Mike McCarthy. So Zeke's immaturity, Garrett can't coach, distractions got blamed. Now it's Mike McCarthy, and here we are in year seven. Dak's team is loaded. Number one in forcing turnovers. Number two in sacks. It's not the defense. Number two in rushing, rushing touchdowns. It's not the run game. Offensive line is better than most of us thought it would be. Second most pro bowlers, players everywhere, and Dak is 6-3 and three and in the losses has cost them games. Outdueled by Rodgers, Brady, and Trevor Lawrence. All considered more talented. In those three losses, Dak has completed just 60% of throws. With, with CeeDee Lamb? With that tight end? His passer rating's been in the 70s. Six TDs, five picks. When things go right, and I understand why, because he's really likable, great at the podium, looks and sounds like a cowboy quarterback. When things go well, it's constantly Dak is underappreciated. When things go south, Jerry's creating noise. What about the distractions? Zeke is immature and eroding. Garrett can't coach. McCarthy can't run the clock. So here we are at home. Great defense, profound running game. C.D. Lamb has emerged as a number one facing Gardner Minshew. It's got to be a resounding win, right? Jerry is always at his back, but even Jerry has noticed this year. Jerry now is noticing in some of these games, Dak is making too many mistakes. We can win with him playing like that to be tried. I thought he played outstanding. And uh, as we see, he wasn't playing against chop liver out there. Uh, certainly, those interceptions can neutralize uh, great uh, execution and effort in other parts of the game. Interceptions can. That's being tried. But I will tell you now, uh, the definition of aggressiveness uh, doesn't have to include turnovers. It does not have to include that. Aggressive does not. And uh, I do like aggressiveness without the turnovers. Just a little doubt for the first time on Dak from Jerry Jones. At home, second most pro bowlers, Gardner Minshew, really healthy. Dallas needs to win and probably should win comfortably. All right, so when you vote for the Pro Bowl, fans get a third of the vote. Coaches get a third of the vote. And players get a third of the vote. 
The fans overwhelmingly voted Tua as the Pro Bowl quarterback. But among players and coaches, he scored so poorly, despite overwhelming support from the fans, he did not make the Pro Bowl in the AFC. Mahomes did, Josh Allen did, Joe Burrow did, all absolutely appropriately did. The people that compete against Tua, watch film against Tua, game plan against Tua, see it completely differently. I've said before, I think Tua is a much better throwing version of Tim Tebow. A Christian left-handed Southern quarterback who won a national title at a powerhouse, incredibly decent, human, likable, embraceable. And what made Tebow popular is largely what makes Tua popular. Most pro athletes feel removed from us. They're 6'10", or 290 pounds of muscle. They're brash. They're rich. They live in neighborhoods we can't afford. We just drive by. But Tebow and Tua feel vulnerable and flawed. Tua's small size also helps. They feel like us. Do the Dolphins privately believe in Tua? I've got my doubts. But I will say this. Unlike the Chicago Bears whose first two draft picks were a corner and a safety, their third pick's a bust at wide receiver, and they hired a defensive coach. Unlike the Patriots with Mac Jones, who hired a defensive coordinator and put him on the offensive coordinator side, still have no weapons. Miami did it differently. They made a very abrupt pivot. Defensive guy to a brilliant offensive coach from a proven system got him a great left tackle and the fastest football player in the world they also added some nice running backs whether or not Miami publicly supports Tua doesn't matter eventually I do believe you'll see the ceiling if he has to go toe-to-toe with Mahomes or Allen or Burrow in a playoff game but Miami has proven this is the way to do it It enhances the chances for success. Justin Fields is running for his life. Mac Jones is screaming at the coaches. Tua is good enough to get you to the playoffs. And Miami, which has done almost nothing right for 20 years in the NFL, deserves a tip of the cap. Whether I love Tua as a quarterback, I love him as a guy, I think he's an amazing story, and Miami has figured out how to support a young person who's got flaws, who isn't perfect. Jimmy Johnson, former Dolphins coach, talked about it earlier this week on our show. They're making the best out of what they have with Tua. No, I, I, you know, Tua is not Joe Burrow. And, you know, Tua is not Herbert. He is not uh, Josh Allen. Uh, but if you give him the right supporting cast, Tua can win for you. Franchise quarterbacks are hard to find. You know, and even even pretty good quarterbacks are hard to find. You look around the league, about half of them, you know, really, uh, some of them can't play a lick. And and so, yeah, you you really got to do the best out of what you have until you find something better. Say it again. One of my favorite games of the weekend to watch, probably my favorite. Green Bay goes to Miami. I think two are rebounds. I know the Packers are healthy. Can't wait to watch Sunday. I think it's the best game on TV. Green Bay going to Miami. People are bearing to it now. Be the first to admit, I've said, 
cold weather, Buffalo, Cincy. I, I don't see him pulling that out. But I did think in Buffalo, he executed the game plan. He wasn't outstanding, 17-30, but he was certainly good enough to win. Now he comes back home against a team, I think, with major flaws defensively. Tua's maybe not my favorite quarterback, but I appreciate how Miami has done business. You like Green Bay, don't you? All over the Packers here, Cowherd. All over Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers goes on the road, keeps the playoff hopes alive. You know, nice little uh, Christmas in South Beach for the Packers, who are leaving, what, 10-degree weather in Green Bay? Oh, my God, it's yeah. so cold. Christian Watson game. I will predict it right now. Gadget play from Watson. You know, he can throw the ball really well. Gadget guy at North Dakota State in college. It's a, it's a fun game. Best game of Christmas weekend. I sure. think so, too. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources thank you to our friends at panini america the official trading cards and nfts of the 2024 colin coward show panini america delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought after nfl nba fifa and wnba trading cards whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. You're now entering the no bull zone brought to you by credible great rates. None of the bull. So the Nets made NBA history a 91 point first half against the Warriors who limped into town. The Brooklyn Nets, I've never bought into this, are the tease of the NBA. When the games don't matter, they put on a beautiful clinic. The Warriors limped into town. Steph didn't play. Clay didn't play. Wiggins didn't play. They came into the Barclays Center, and it was just a thing of beauty. The Nets pounced on him. But let me ask you, you going to trust Ben Simmons to hit a clutch free throw in the playoffs against the Celtics or Bucks? You going to trust against Milwaukee, Boston, or Philadelphia, Kyrie Irving to make a big defensive stop? I don't trust anything in this house of cards except Kevin Durant, and he wanted out six months ago. The Nets' only loss in 12 games, it's notable, was to the Celtics, the team they'll have to get through. Deeper, they play real defense, there's actual chemistry. The bottom of Major League Baseball is mostly AAA baseball teams, your A's and your Orioles. The bottom of the NBA, many are tanking, trying to get a very talent-rich draft coming up, top two or three players. So they've beaten the Raptors and Orlando and Charlotte and the Wizards and a bunch of nonsense. But this team is loaded with front runners. Again, KD I love. I love his hustle. I love his length. I love his attitude. I think it's even funny when he picks on the media. He's playful. Aaron sometimes seems bitter. But the minute this team would face any adversity or crisis, forget it. Whereas Milwaukee, Golden State, and Boston are built to be resilient and tough. This team's built to be fun and flashy. It should be noted they face the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Bucks this year in the East. They were 0-3. They're the classic backup quarterback who, when he plays with a lead, has a really good run game. He can fool you. But Burrow, Mahomes, and Josh Allen play from behind, play with a lead, play with a run game, play without. They're still fantastic. I know, I know, 91 points in the half. That is so Brooklyn, it hurts. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Kind of a busy Thursday here. We got a couple stories bubbling up. This is going to be an exciting show, Colin. Uh, Let's start with Jalen Hurts. He's officially been ruled out this weekend due to the shoulder sprain. Nick Sirianni said he's disappointed to play. He did everything he could do to be on the field. But Gardner Minshew gets the start. Saturday against the Cowboys. By the way, if you're wondering what this did to the line, it's back up to six. It had dipped down. Not sure why. Colin, you know, this is the third straight road game for the Eagles. I didn't notice that. Cowboys have been at home four times in the last five weeks. They're a little more rested. Eagles had the early bye week. So they've been playing now for two straight months. They have the division locked up. If you look at the injury report, like nine starters just took a rest day earlier this week for the Eagles. I don't know. What's going on here? Uh, they're not cruising here saying, hey, hey, let's take our foot off the gas a little bit. Well, we got the division sewn up. Only two teams in the NFC look like 
look like they can compete physically with the Eagles, Dallas, and the Niners. You've already beaten them once. Rest some starters. Don't give away much. There you go. Gardner Minshew, best wishes. But it doesn't really matter for home field advantage or winning the division now, does it? Does feel like it gives the uh, the Cowboys a sense of superiority. Rest four or five guys, right? I mean, you already won. You're getting home field. Hmm. The key for this team is obviously just get your best players healthy. Why risk it against Dallas? I, I know Dallas lost to the Jags, but remember, they led 27-10. They were dominating that game and then maybe lost focus a little bit. All right, it's on to the Eagles, and then Jags storm back. I'm starting to have second thoughts about this game. I think we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Um, next up, Mac Jones. Boy, this guy. Whew. Constantly showing his frustration on the sidelines. Very emotional. Off. I've supported him. I don't know. Is that wavering? Is that getting wobbly a little bit? Uh, because it sounds like Patriots fans are out on this guy all of a sudden. And former Patriot Vince Wilfork, remember him, the big defensive tackle, thinks it's time for Jones to change his attitude. Here's what Vince Wilfork said about Mac Jones and his outbursts on the sideline. I'm tired of it. You're the leader of this team. You're a quarterback. So you can't be frustrated every single week, every <laughs> single play. I don't care if you're getting the play called in late or whatever it may be at the end of the day. You got to show some poise because you operate the ship. Control what you can control. That's all you can do. I'm tired of seeing him throw a fit. I'm just not going to throw it all on him. But at this point, I'm tired of seeing it. I think there are other people tired of seeing it. Well, Edelman also voiced his displeasure. So two former Patriots came out. It's a very tight circle around Bill Belichick. There's some real loyalists here. Including his family members on staff. Right. (laughs) Right. So um, I have supported Matt because I do think he's going, as I've said before, he had a great rookie year. They haven't supported him, and I think he feels like he's taking the heat for it, and he's tired of it. Yeah. Yep. But it should be it should be duly noted that his situation at Alabama is way better than most college quarterbacks mm-hmm. face. So his 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 reputation was, you know, Mac and Roe Jones. He's very feisty <laughs> and very right. animated. Um, Mac Jones is, you know, what Mac Jones is realizing? This is the National Football League. It's not Alabama. You don't have the best players. And so how does he reconcile all this stuff? Because this is the first time Mac Jones, because at Alabama, he was there four years, four or five, always had the best players. And always. last year he goes in, wins the job early, remember? They, Great rookie they year. Didn't even ch- they, got Matt, they got Cam out of the building, yeah. so they took care of him. He, he entered the league with the best coach and the best offensive coordinator and a good old line. This is the first time in four or five years Mac Jones – is facing football reality. There's a little I, adversity. And remember, there was the Bailey Zappi stuff earlier this he year. He didn't like that. F- fans are keen on Bailey Zappi. They don't like 13 completions against the Raiders, Mac Jones. That's not getting it done. I think that bears watching. By the way, this line was three and a half all week. It's come down to three. So money on the Patriots against the Bengals. You know, the Bengals are covering machine, 11 of 12, I don't know. 19 to 22. Mm. Not touching that. All right, final story. Because here we go. It's become somewhat of a tradition for quarterbacks to thank their offensive linemen with extravagant Christmas gifts. Zach Wilson coming through again. Last year, I believe it was JetBlue plane tickets anywhere in the world. This year, he is giving his offensive line group motorized scooters. Look at this. Not bad, dude. That's pretty good. Yeah, Zach Wilson really showing up for uh, Christmas delivering. I wonder what Mike White's getting him, if anything at all. Um, T-shirts. Yeah. (laughs) 
Jim Bags. Listen, Zach Wilson's in a tough spot, but he has a great opportunity tonight. A lot of money coming in on the Jets, up to two and a half against the Jags. I don't know what's going on. I Jets actually have lost seven straight primetime games. <laughs> you remember the last win for the Jets in primetime? Sam Darnold, first career game member in Detroit, yeah. throws a pick six, I believe, on his first pass. And then they come back and kill the Lions by like 25. I will say, this is a great contrast. The explosiveness of the Jags' offense and uh, the stinginess of the Jets' defense. So this is this is a classic Thursday night game. It's in New York. My gut feeling is Jets win tonight. I think they're calling for rain in the forecast. Yeah, my, my, that means a, a run game. Yeah, my, my gut feeling is it's a good night for the Jets. It's low scoring. It's ugly. The Jets feast on these ugly outings. This is a this is a really this is kind of the Jets season tonight. This is the season. Well, yeah, any more losses, no chance at the playoffs. But uh, I know we have already have a side bet. Here, how's this one for you? Will Trevor Lawrence target Sauce Gardner? The Detroit Lions did not on 62 snaps last I, week. I highly doubt it. I I would. I mean, why would you? I mean, Alabama in college wouldn't target him. Remember the champ? Remember yeah. the game in the playoff? They just he, wouldn't he target. Was locked down. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, if I recall, could be wrong, but Brian Kelly was a Notre Dame coach. They played Cincinnati, lost at home in South Bend. You'd have to go back and look at that game. Did Sauce Gardner have a pick six for Cincinnati it's in that possible. game? I mean, he was a monster in college. I don't sit and watch Cincinnati games, but I said when he was drafted, I said this, you may have, I said it's the best player I saw play college yeah. football. So when like Saban, I don't know if Brian Kelly targeted him. I think he may have had a big play against Brian Kelly in Notre Dame. I don't ride. Sauce I watched, Gardner, I, I don't know who he, does he take away half the field tonight? You don't put him on like Zay Jones or DJ Shark, right? I think the move is to take away half the field and make Trevor Lawrence operate on the other side completely. Yeah, I agree. We'll see. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live okay. News. What I'm about to say you're going to think is crazy. And it sounds kind of crazy. But one of the things about the National Football League that's great is year to year, it's a totally different league. Seven new teams make the playoffs. Seven teams that did don't. Seven coaches fired. Uh, quarterbacks now, star quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson ends up Houston to Cincinnati. Stafford's moving. Brady's moving. Russell Wilson's moving. Used to be like a star quarterback. Wherever he was, that's where he was. So I like change. I like disruption. I like movement. It's fun. So the Pro Bowl quarterbacks were listed yesterday. In the AFC, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Perfect. In the NFC, Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, and Kirk Cousins. Could I make an argument? Jared Goff got snubbed. I mean, the Vikings win a lot. Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. So the Rams are one year removed from trading Jared Goff. They're a bit of a mess. The Lions are one year removed from acquiring Jared Goff. It's their best team, arguably, in a decade. If you look at Goff and Stafford's career numbers, it's kind of weird. Goff is slightly more accurate, has a slightly higher passer rating, and the same 2-to-1 TD ratio. They've both been to a Super Bowl. Colin, that's Sean McVay. Is it? I checked. Goff's passer rating is slightly higher in Detroit than Los Angeles. Now, Stafford's got a better arm. Nobody disputes that. And he was a high school All-American, number one pick. 
But Goff is younger, healthier, and has always been underrated as a thrower. Even Greg Cosell said last week, you give him some time, he throws a beautiful football. The Lions, though, not only got Goff, they got two first-round picks, and one of them this year could be a top-five pick. So two things can be true. I absolutely get why the Rams made the move, and I cheered it and I supported it. But this idea that Goff was to blame for all their failures and that Goff can't play is not true. Said it before, I saw him outduel Patrick Mahomes on Monday Night Football in arguably the most dynamic offensive Monday Night Football game ever played. Remember that game? Unbelievable. So I'm not saying the Rams should have remorse on acquiring Stafford. But is it possible the odometer had been tweaked that Stafford's a little older and more beat up than Los Angeles knew? Because Goff is healthy. Goff's offense is humming. The idea that Detroit should draft C.J. Stroud over Goff is laughable. Goff is a significantly better arm talent. Goff's been to a Super Bowl. C.J. Stroud is struggling to beat Michigan. He got rolled by Oregon. So among NFC quarterbacks, NFC quarterbacks, I'm not, I'm not saying Burrow, Mahomes, Allen. Among NFC quarterbacks, outside of Aaron Rodgers, who throws a better ball? Kyler Murray's is pretty. Who throws a better ball? Just saying. With Goff, you get a lot of traits I like. He's 6'4 and a half, 6'5. He's quiet. He's an adult. There's no nonsense. He's never in trouble. He's got a better than average arm. He is not overly mobile. Either is Stafford. And he's almost always available to play. Two things can be true. Stafford is better than Goff, and the move made a ton of sense. But boy, could the Rams use a first-round pick. I think the Lions are really happy with what they got in that deal. Um, you're smiling at me for that, aren't you? I, I, lo- I love what you did there. That's play, kind of playing both sides. I mean, what would you rather have, Jared Goff or a Super Bowl victory? I would rather have a Super Bowl victory. Right. It's why I supported the move. But yeah. what I'd really rather have is a healthy quarterback able to play on Sunday. And Stafford's a little older and a little creakier, and now retirement questions are coming in. All right, I this? thought we had six, seven more years of Stafford. I'm hoping for two. Over, under, one-half co- uh, playoff wins for Jared Goff in Detroit in his career. Over, under what? One-half. Oh, Will no, he no, win over, one playoff over. Game? He'll win a playoff game. Yeah, this offensive line, these play. Yeah, absolutely. If they get, they have two firsts this year. And they have a history in the last couple of years of drafting well. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, First round picks win playoff games? Mm, I don't know. Wow. So so you think Detroit will win a playoff game? I I don't know what the streak is. Somebody maybe in the control room could tell me they haven't won a playoff game in forever. (laughs) I mean, it's been a long time. Mm. Stafford couldn't win one. Jared Goss going to win one? I got to push back. They got so lucky to beat the Jets last week, Colin. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fourth and one. Fourth and inches from midfield. Like. How the come, offense did nothing. How come everybody that beats the Jets 1991, is 1991, there it is. 1991's their last playoff win. And Jared Goff's going to saunter into town with his supermodel girlfriend at Amara St. Brown. And he's going to win a playoff game? Very cynical over here. Yeah. All right. Jets day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, and now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, 
Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Not a surprise, the NFL Network quickly snatched him up. 12 years in the NFL, seven playoff appearances in 12 seasons. Um, Always dependable, smart guy. We're so happy now he's working in our side of the microphone. Emmanuel Sanders joins us in Denver, by the way, where they are um, getting a cold front that is in the minus 20, minus 30 scary stuff. So stand inside. I want to talk about Buffalo, one of the last stops of your career. You know Josh Allen well. Everybody loves him. But there is something that worries me about kind of the offensive identity is they bail on the run game, and sometimes the Chargers do this too much. They just say, hey, Josh, go be Superman. Did you feel like – that's what it looks like to me. Did you feel like when you were in Buffalo, they were completely committed to running the football or that Allen is so gifted – it is hard not to just sometimes let him do his thing. Yeah, for me, like I, I feel like the Bills are committed to the run game, but then once the game uh, gets tight and it's time for the playmakers to make plays, they're like, Josh, we need to put the ball in your hands. And and, and playing with Josh will really get Josh going. Sometimes when he's not throwing the ball or, or, or the passing game isn't going, it's, it's him running the ball. Like Josh – is one of those quarterbacks. Some quarterbacks don't like contact. Josh is one of those quarterbacks that once you start hitting me some more, I'm like, hey, let's go. Now we're playing football. Right. And, uh, you know, being with the Bills last year and watching what Josh was doing in terms of jumping over guys and, and trying to get the first down on third down and stuff like that, I thought it was cool. I thought it was really cool, and I still think it's cool, and I think fans enjoy watching Josh, Josh play. But then, like, I'm watching it now in the game, and I'm like, and Josh is my boy, and I love the day. I'm like, this dude is crazy. Right. You know what I mean? This dude is crazy, the way that he's jumping over, the way that he's playing football. But it, it's, it's, it, I love it, though, because I grew up in Texas, and I like at the quarterback position, I don't like for guys to sit in the pocket and just, oh, I don't want to get hit. I, let's play football. Let's win games, and let's have fun now. When you look at it, sometimes I'm kind of scared about the longevity of how long he's going to be able to play the game like that. But who cares? Let's try to win. Let's try to win a Super Bowl now. Let's try to play ball. Let's try to play football and be you. And Josh is just being him, and you got to respect people for being themselves. So another team you played for, which I love, is the Niners. Debo Samuel is coming back. And Debo, like Josh Allen, probably has a shorter career because of the style he plays. But I think it's fascinating. Christian McCaffrey is such a perfect 49er. You know, he plays bigger than his – he's like Dwayne Wade. He plays bigger than his size his whole career. When you're part of the Niners, um, they are so physical. Are they that physical at practice? Do they talk about physicality? Because I swear, Emmanuel – they don't even play. They play football like the '80s. Is it talked about a lot? Is it part of the culture? Uh, it's definitely part of the culture. And I think it starts with uh, Kyle Shanahan and the way that he breaks it down. He wants the defense that's flying to the ball. I think Fred Warren plays a huge part in that defense yeah. in a way that definitely. I just I was just watching that that Seahawks game and seeing those guys fly to the ball, seeing guys like uh, Drake Greenlaw flying to the ball. 
it's impressive to see that defense. And then, you know, like sometimes, you know, with me, like uh, they ask me, do you think the Niners can, can make this, make the Super Bowl? And, you know, a, a rookie quarterback has never thrown a pass in a Super Bowl, meaning that a rookie quarterback has never made it to the Super Bowl. But when you look at this Niners team and you look at the playmakers they have around, you go back and you watch Brock Purdy versus the Seahawks and you see them giving it to Christian McCaffrey, handing the ball off, passing the ball. And then you see George Kittle running wide open on the corner route. And all of a sudden you see Christian McCaffrey and Kyle Juszczyk kind of folding and, and, and running like a little flare route. And the entire defense is shifting that way and leaving George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the NFL, wide open. And you see this play right here. He's wide open. So when you look at this Niners team, you look at a rookie quarterback in Brock Purdy, you don't, don't look at that. Look at the playmakers around him. Yeah. They're doing this without Debo Samuel, right? They're doing this without Debo Samuel. So when Debo Samuels comes back, that's going to lead. That's going to give Kyle another toy to play with, to play with the defensive eyes. And all you need is a rookie quarterback and Brock Purdy to take care of the football and just keep playing with confidence and get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. Um, I got to ask you um, two or three different questions here. Sean Payton right now is in broadcasting. I think Sean, he comes on about every other week for us. He's fascinating. He's way oh too sm- he's way too smart to be in broadcasting. So I'm like, Sean, you got to go back and coach. So there's a lot of different teams that'll have openings, but only one, the Chargers, may have an opening if they don't make the playoffs, and they have a star quarterback. Tell people, like when you, you had Sean, how was Sean different? You also had defense. You had Tomlin. You had McDermott. Um, you had Staley, right? You know those guys. What is Sean Payton's secret sauce as a coach? Because I think he is going to be, it's very rare when there's a genius on the sidelines in this, but Andy Reid was, when he got let go in Philadelphia, was unemployed for about 45 minutes and the Chiefs moved in. It's an offensive league. What does Sean Payton do that you would never seen or that's unique? Yeah, first of all, I think Sean Payton with Justin Herbert would be special, but if, if Nathaniel Hackett doesn't keep his job out here in Denver, hey, right. hey, Sean, hey, Sean Payton, we'll take you out here too. Uh, we'll love to have you, man. Um, and playing with Sean, Sean's just a real coach. He's a real coach. And I remember being in, in several games, and he was always ahead of the defense. He was always ahead of the defense from a play-calling standpoint. And, and it, was just, it was just phenomenal to see, phenomenal to see. Uh, you know, some of some of my best times with Sean was just just at practice, getting to know him. He's just just a down to earth coach, but he understands the X's and O's of the game. But he also understands the X's. He uh, he understands his players and how to bring the bring the best out of his players. So to see Sean Payton in in L. A. with the Chargers with a, with a guy like Justin Herbert. That would, that would be dangerous, and that would be fun, and that would be good for the National Football League. Now, by the way, Chargers could win on the way out, but there are concerns in Los Angeles that right now they're underachieving. So uh, I want to ask you about Denver and Russell Wilson. Um, listen, the contract, which I believe starts next year, is like 50 large a year. It's gigantic. You can't get out of it. You can, you can start to wiggle out of it potentially in about three and a half years from today, but for the next three years, it's got to work. My plan is get a veteran head coach that's an offensive coach, sell off some defensive pieces, clean that offensive lineup, kind of become the Titans. Defense, smart veteran coach, run the football, and you can win a lot of games in this league without an A quarterback. But the questions become, Emmanuel, is it Hackett or is it possible that Russell Wilson is washed? 
that he just doesn't so, have it. What do you think? So I, I used to think that that players make coaches. But the older and older I get, I'm starting to see the coaches make players. You look at Tua last year with Miami, and then Mike McDaniels get over there, who was with me in San Francisco, was a run game coordinator. He brings in uh, innovative offense, got this guy going, the confidence, the person that's in his ear kind of getting him going. When I look at Russell Wilson and I see the fall off of Russell Wilson, I just can't believe that the fall off has been that tremendous. Right. Now, when I look at uh, Russell Wilson, I don't like to judge a man off the field, but sometimes it's an antics that's going on off the field. I'm just like, okay, what's going on mentally there? But when I see Russell Wilson as a player in, in Seattle and a player that was making all those plays, I just can't see the fall off. He was in the Pro Bowl last year. So for me, like, I just want to see – Possibly, if, if we can get Russell Wilson in a new offensive system, will it change? They have playmakers. I was at the Nuggets game the other night with Jerry Judy, and he's a playmaker. Corlin Sutton's a playmaker. They have playmakers. They have a good defense. For me, I just feel like the offense that Russell Wilson is in isn't a good offense for him. That's right. And I would like a change of that uh, in terms of just being more innovative. It just seems like it's kind of boring, right? When I watch the Chiefs, when I watch – the Bills. When I watch, even though Josh Allen is running the ball, you know when I when I watch when I watch uh, the Dolphins, when I watch the Niners, when I watch these offenses, these innovative offenses that's playing with the defensive eyes, moving defenses, getting guys open, like the Eagles and stuff like that. I don't see that from the Broncos. So for me, like I always thought that players made coaches, but I'm starting to see that the system that you're in helps you be successful. And so I just feel like the system that Russell's in. Right now, even though the antics off the field kind of scare me a little bit, I just want to see him in a better system. Yeah, it's an interest. I talked to a, a, a former player about this about a week ago, and he said, listen, Russell has a style. Hackett has a style. They don't mesh. So if you get the right style with Russell, it'll work, but this is not the guy to do it. So, And Hackett, by the way, has never been a head coach. I think you have to go get a proven head coach. Finally, we got a couple minutes. I was saying, I think Stafford's better than Goff, but Goff got blamed for all the problems in Los Angeles, and Goff, his career stats are very much in line with Stafford. Both have a Super Bowl trip. How do players view Goff? Do they think he can play? Oh, you know, I really didn't pay too much attention to Jerry Goff. Uh, all I know is, you know, when he lost the Super Bowl versus the Rams, you know, sometimes, you know, when you when you lose and, you know, people got to point fingers and I felt like, you know, they kind of blamed it on Goff. Right. And, and they, they kind of took off with it. But now I see him in, in Detroit. They've won, you know, six out of the last seven games and, and they're rolling. Uh, Detroit is is not the same Detroit Lions from the past. They can they can, they can rumble with anyone. And I hope that they get in the playoffs because I want I want I want to see them. I want to see them make the playoffs and see what they can do. And I'm happy for Jared Goff. You know I I, I love the way that he's playing. I, I I saw some of what he said, and I'm playing the best football that I've ever played. And that goes to show that if a quarterback comes out and says that he's playing with with confidence and he's figured it out from a mental standpoint, he's got some guys that's backing him. He has a head coach that's backing him that believes in him. And he's like, I'm rolling. And, I, and, and, and it's showing because, like I said, they've won six out of the last seven games, and I'm loving it right now. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, NFL Network, Sunday mornings, game day morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. Great seeing you, man. Congrats. I appreciate you calling for having me, brother. You bet. You know, it, it should be noted, as the Rams' offensive line started to deteriorate, he goes to Detroit, Goff, and their all line's top five in the league. 
So Goff was very good early with McVay. Whitworth wasn't near retirement. Um, they went and got a great right tackle. So the better O-line. Now, Stafford comes to L.A. The offensive line is old, but hanging on wins a Super Bowl. This year, the O-line falls apart. Stafford gets hurt. So is the Rams' offensive line the key to all of this? Is that Goff early when that O-line Whitworth sitting, you know, really pro bowler, Goff was excellent. The last year he's there, it starts to get creaky. He gets hit, they're out. He goes to Detroit here in year two. Their O-line now is an elite O-line. Goff has time to throw. He's not throwing picks. So both struggled. Stafford and Goff have struggled as the Rams' offensive line has aged and been injured. Neither is athletic enough like an Allen to overcome an old beat-up O-line. Hey, you remember Phillip Rivers dominating with the Colts? They went to the playoffs a couple years back. Great offensive line. It's fallen apart. Whoever their quarterback right. is Nick Foles this week. No chance. Right. He's got it, no shot. Unless you have a quarterback that can move out of that, Goff and Stafford can't. But even when you do, Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, offensive line decimated. What He's do you running do? for his life. You can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.